0: Blessed Day Saints, Pastor Sten here. I hope you are all doing well in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, I just want to share with you a message of encouragement that I have taken from the Gospel of Luke, and I've given uh, a title, The Rock Solid in the Faith. The Rock Solid in the Faith. And as I said, it's from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, uh, and I'll be reading from verse 47. verse 49. And the Bible says, Whosoever cometh to me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house, and digged deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. So the Bible here is talking about those who come to Christ, because uh Verse forty-seven began with these words, "Whosoever cometh to me." So, it's talking about those who come to Christ. So, um, as you can see, the Bible spoke about two main types of people who came to Christ. Here, the first one, uh, the first ones are those who hear and do, right? Because Jesus says. Uh, whosoever cometh to me and hears my sayings and, and does them. So the first batch or a group of people are those who hear and do. Those who hear and obey. While the second batch are those who hear and don't do. Or those who hear and don't obey. Because Jesus in verse 49 said but he that hears and does not. Right? So those are the two main types of people. So you are going to see that those who hear and don't do, as I said, they uh, they don't obey. These are the same people who do not hear at all, right? Because if you uh, hear the words and, and don't do, is the same as not hearing at all. Because hearing uh, in the context of what Jesus is saying is actually hearing and doing what you have heard. If you don't do, then you have not heard at all. At many times, Jesus says, he who has an ear, let him hear, right? Which means those uh, who have an ear to hear are those who hear the words of God and they take the words of God to heart. They take the words of God and do them. But then there are those who hear and they don't do. So those Uh, do not have ears to hear, because when they hear from one ear, the word goes out in the other ear. So, you must be a person who hears and does what he has heard. You must be a person who hears and obeys the words of God. Then you will be like the first group which Jesus mentioned. Now, let's talk about this first type, the one which hears and obeys. Jesus gives an illustration of how that person is like, right? So uh, the Bible here is saying a man who built a house, that person is like a man who built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation of that house on a rock, right? So he's actually uh, comparing a man to a house, a man to a building. Right. So this is the context of what you should have in your mind as as you are listening to this message. You are the actual house. You are like that house which is in which which is being built. Right. So if you hear the words of Christ and you do them, you are like a house that is uh, uh that is its foundation that has been digged deep enough and laid on uh the foundation that is on a rock, right? Now, you understand that when you are digging a foundation, right, this is a hard and time consuming work, right? Hard and time consuming work. And it's not really something that you may enjoy, right? But what makes you uh, uh, probably enjoy that work and what makes it worthwhile is that you are building something that is also worthwhile, something that is important, right? So, a man who is building a house will not complain about the hard work involved because he is looking uh, 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 towards the, what, the conclusion of the work that he's doing. That when he looks at the finished work, at the finished product, he will rejoice in the effort and in the time that is invested in that particular work. So, digging deep may seem like you are wasting time. Uh, going in the opposite direction because you want to go up. But when you are digging a foundation, you are going down. Huh? So it may seem like you are wasting time and you are going in the opposite direction. But it's very necessary. Why? Because it shall save you well in the future. The deeper your foundation and the stronger it is, the higher you are able to build. All right. A man. Who is building a skyscraper should not be concerned when someone building a four-roomed house finishes before him. Why? Because the building that is being built, that is being worked on, is totally different. All right, the size is different, the capacity is different. Okay, so when you are still on, uh, you, when you are still digging that foundation. And a man who is building a full, uh, four-roomed house finishing uh, finishes their roof, right? You shouldn't be concerned about that. Focus on the task at hand. So this is one thing that I want you to understand. When it comes to people on the earth, all of you have different purposes and you have different assignments. So when you are doing a particular thing, focus on what God has called you to do. Do not compare yourself to the person next door. If you see his house is finished, focus on yours. Even if you have not started digging, it may not be time to dig, all right? So it's important always to be in sync with God so that you begin to do what you're supposed to do. So as a Christian, when you are comparing yourself, all right, uh, uh, to the calling that God has on you, you know, compare yourself to the perfect will of God upon your life and where you are, rather than comparing yourself to someone who is next to you, okay? So, when you are looking at yourself vis-a-vis what God has in mind for you, that is the perfect uh, 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 comparison that you can make so that you can begin to move towards that which God has called you to do, All Right? So, focus on digging that foundation and focus on making sure that you are built on the rock before you start building, going up, all right? So basically what I'm saying is that obedience can be painful sometimes, all right? But it pays at the end. So don't be in a rush to achieve, but align yourself with God's timing. Align yourself with God's purposes and then pursue them. So this is the first person uh, Jesus says, uh, he hears and does, all right? He hears and does the word. He hears and does what Jesus says. He's like uh, a house that is built in, on a proper foundation, built on a rock, all right? And this house will, will, will withstand, okay, anything that is thrown at it. Now, let's look at this second type Uh uh Uh, Whom Jesus says, the one who hears but does not do. And James, uh, the apostle says, this person deceives himself or herself. So a person who hears and does not do deceives himself or herself. I've seen a lot of people who claim to to, to be uh, uh, real Christians, but they are busy deceiving themselves. Why? Because they hear in one ear and the words go out the other ear. All right? They don't even give uh, enough time to the things of God, all right? They say, Lord, Lord, (laughs) but they don't do what the Lord says. Uh, If you read uh, uh, the scriptures in the above verse, I think in verse 46, this is what Jesus said. You say, Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say. So it's very important for us to hear the words of Christ and do them if we are real disciples. The Bible says, those who love me, they do what I say. Those who love me, they do my commandments. So in which group are you? The first group or the second group? So let's look uh, more at this second group, the second type of person. The Bible is saying he builds a house without a foundation. Who does that? He builds a house on earth, on the earth, right? In other words, he builds on the sand. He does not dig, uh, dig deep. To lay his foundation. He does not lay his foundation on the rock. He does not lay his foundation on Christ. He does not lay his foundation on the word. Right? He, 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 the words get in. In one ear they get out. Through the other ear. He does not hear. The words of Christ and do them. So this type of person. He always wants to go up. And never down. What he is worried about is immediate results. Immediate results. Now, when you are working with God, ladies and gentlemen, patience is key. Patience is always key. Why? Because if you are not patient, you are bound to run ahead of God. Okay? So it's always patient. You know, I believe it's it's actually better to wait for God than to try to run ahead of Him in the guise of trying to to obey him, all right? So it's always better for you to wait for God. Better be slow than be faster, okay? It's better to catch up with God than to backtrack. So it's always good to have patience in the things of God. So this person, uh, in his impatience, The mistake that this person made is that instead of building on the rock, he builds on sand. Instead of building on the real tried word of God, word of Christ, he builds on the sand because you are really worried about results. You are worried about what people will say about you, what people will say concerning your life. You are worried about the comments people will make. You are worried about what the people will see in your house. So sometimes you tend to cut corners, all right, so that you want to achieve. But what you are doing is you are building on sand. And when you build on sand, it will catch up with you, all right? The Christian life must be built on the strong foundation of the word, and it must be built on obedience to God. No matter how long it takes, a man who is in the will of God will always reach their destination. I want you to catch those words. No matter how long it takes, a man who is in the will of God will always reach their destination. So allow God to work with you. Allow God to work in you. You know, not, you, you won't only receive positives, but even negatives, you will receive them. Why? Because God is at work in you. There's a pruning process that is to happen in your life for you to be a more fruit and much fruit. So don't run away from that. Allow God to work in you and allow God to work with you. Allow God to make that foundation strong in your life. Because when storms arise in your life, and they always will, that promise is in the scriptures, the storms of life will always arise. What will happen is that person will not fall. Right, we are built on the rock, but he will or she will remain standing because their foundation is strong. Even the time that we are living in right now, this is a time of testing. We have seen various storms rising up, but the question is, where are you? Okay, so let's talk a bit about these storms in life, okay? Because Jesus mentioned about uh, floods that arose against the houses. So, uh, this basically means uh, uh, the floods or the storms that arise against our lives. As I said, you must picture yourself as that house. So, when we build, we don't build only for the present, but we build for the future. In fact, the future is more important because you want your house to endure. You don't build for today, but you build for the future. All right? So, the first person built uh, his house for the future. He prepared his life for the future. But the second only built for the present. He was worried about instant gratification. He was worried about the now. So, storms came, right? But only the first one remained standing. Can you do so in your Christian life? Can you remain standing? When the storms of life come, and the Bible here is telling us that those who remain standing are those that build uh, on, the what? on the rock, those that build on a strong foundation. No matter the circumstances, a Christian must remain standing. Even hunger must not derail him or her. Okay? I know that things are, are hard during this time, but will you allow your hunger to derail you uh, uh, from your faith? Will you allow hunger to derail you from God, from your faith in God? In fact, what is our main message? What is the main message of the gospel? It's not about uh, uh, this world, but about the coming world. It's not really about the now, but it's about what? What is coming next? When we preach, the Bible says we preach about the kingdom of God that is near isn't it? And the Bible tells us that this world is passing away. I want you to understand that. So the message of the gospel does not really focus on the now. Yes, we preach the gospel, we heal the sick, all right? We cast out demons, okay? We we see the grace of God working in our lives, but that's not the main message. All these things are meant to be testimonies to the world that is to come. All right, divine, cholerable shimahai. My God, my God, hallelujah, glory. I, I really feel the presence of God right now. My God, I want you to mark these words that I'm saying. People who are worried about this world, people who are worried about the now, people who are worried about their stomachs now, they will not stand in the time of testing that is going to come on the world, which the Bible talks about because when the time comes to say you will not buy food if you don't get the mark of the beast then what will happen in your life if you are not strong you are going to take the mark because you you need that food isn't it you need access to that food but a person who says whatever happens i will not turn away from the faith come hail, come thunder come hunger come any kind of problem in my life i will not recant but i will continue to say christ it is and christ it is in my life christ is first and christ is last in my life so if you are not like that how are you going to be able to stand? When, when challenges, when trials come in your life, how are you going to continue standing? I have a lot of believers who say, because I can't get money, I can't get food. What are you talking about? When we preached Christ to you, did we preach food? Did we preach clothes? Did, did we preach jobs? Did, oh, what did we preach unto you? When we preach the gospel, we said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, saved from your sins, saved from uh, eternal destruction, and you will be brought into the kingdom of God. You will be adopted as his son, and you'll become our joint heirs with Christ, and we shall reign on the earth in the dispensation to come. So the reason we are here is that people must hear the good news of the gospel. People must hear the word of God and be saved. This is what we must focus on. My God, the Bible says, seek ye the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. He didn't say seek these things, but we we, we are changing the formula. Ladies and gentlemen, we're changing the formula, saints, and this is what we must not do. So, if you find yourself backsliding right now, there is no reason to backslide on the account of the things of the earth. There is no reason. There is no reason, I say. My God, there is no reason. There is no reason, ladies and gentlemen. So, take this time to build on the rock. Take this time to build on the word. Take this time to obey the word. Because if you don't, how will you survive the times? that are coming it's no longer about the testing of a group of people or the testing of denominations but the testing of individual believers even now when you are on lockdown the test is directly on you it's no longer on churches it's no longer on denominations it's on you how are you going to stand when you are alone in your house how are you going to stand when you are alone as a family Are you going to continue in the faith? The Bible says, test yourself. Prove yourself to test whether you are still in the faith. Where did the zeal go? Where did the zeal for God that you had go? Are you still standing in the faith? Is your house built on the rock or, or it's built on what? On the sand. So the Bible says, what is shaken will be shaken. My God, a time is coming, ladies and gentlemen, and it has already begun. What is shaken will be shaken right now as churches have been closed, right? Of course, right now they are uh, uh, gradually opening up, but there was a time of shaking that happened during that time. Those uh, whose faith was based on denominations, whose faith was based on their churches and not on Christ directly, those whose faith was dependent on their pastor and not on christ directly they were shaken they were shaken so when the shaking comes where will that leave you a lot of believers shall fall by the wayside and especially the lukewarm many shall deceive many shall be deceived the love of many shall grow cold but then the Bible says, "He that endures unto the end shall be saved." Ladies and gentlemen, don't make the mistake of continuing to drift away from God during this time. Strengthen those feeble hands and arise. Even as darkness covers the earth, the Bible says, "You must arise and shine with the glory of God, because when the darkness is great, that's when the light shines more that's when the light makes the greatest effect so even in the time that is coming i believe a revival is going to come because many uh, many people's uh, lives were shaken by what happened so it's a time to arise in the, it's a time to shine because the glory of god is resting upon your life god is given you this time to grow even closer to him take it as a time of preparation for you to catch the next wave, you must be prepared for it. So prepare yourself for what God is about to do with your life. He's going to do a radical thing in your life. Prepare yourself. My God, prepare yourself. We must be rock solid in the faith, ladies and gentlemen, by making sure we continue to do his word and follow the leading of God's Spirit. Don't give in to your feelings. Don't give in to your doubts, but be strong in the faith, giving glory to the Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to encourage you right now. Build on the rock. Build on the rock. Continue standing firm, on christ the solid rock he is the solid rock on whom we stand whatever comes upon your life whatever storm may arise in your life when you stand on christ you always come out a victor you always come out standing the bible says those who build on the sand even though we look at what they've built even though we look at their lives and we seem to admire them but a day and time is coming when that house will fall, and the Bible says, great shall be the fall of it, but only those who are built on Christ will remain standing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So I, I just want to encourage you, continue standing on Christ, continue standing on his promises, continue standing on his word, continue confessing his promises for your life, continue in prayer, continue in the word, and continue standing on the promises that he made in your life. Now begin to move with him. Continue to follow his words. Continue to follow that which, which he is saying to you, you must do, because in there is your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this message. May the good Lord bless you and take you higher and higher in the plan that he is for your life. Thank you, and God bless you.